Welp, we're here. If you're listening to me right now, thank you. If you're not listening to me right now, but you said, you know what? I'm going to play that bitch podcast just to give her a stream. Thank you. I appreciate the honesty. Either way, welcome to the very first episode of Make That Make Sense. All right. So before we get into this podcast, let me introduce myself to the people who don't know me, who've never heard my voice before, and is just here to support. My name is Bridget Nicole. I'm an actor. I'm an auntie. I no longer drive the auntie Nissan. And really, y'all should, can we just stop coming for Nissans altogether while we're here? Can, can we just stop? Because Nissans are reliable cars, okay? They are reliable cars. Leave them out of the conversation. Move on. Like, talk about the damn, I don't know, Mazdas or something. But anyhow, I'm an auntie to my 511 nieces and nephews, a sister, a daughter, and somebody future wife. Husband, come get me. Please. Thank you. Your wife. She's doing podcasts now because that's how much time she has on her hand. Now, I'm originally from North Carolina, and I'm sure most of you have probably picked that up by now because my tongue is relaxed and I'm not trying to hide the accent. It's, I'm home. I'm recording after midnight. You're going to get what you get. So, yes, I'm from North Carolina, but I think I moved to Atlanta like maybe seven, eight years ago. Um, Met some really dope people down there. Really got to grow as an actor, as an adult, got to network. Like, I really do love Atlanta. Forever I love Atlanta. Forever I love Atlanta. Shout out to the Braves. But um, I always knew that Atlanta was not going to be the place where I ended up. So when my spirit was like, yo, sis, we ready to go. You Can you pack your bags and get the fuck up out of here? Like, I had to move. So now I'm in New York. Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> now I'm in New York and I'm getting acclimated to the city, acclimated to the smell. My God, the smell. The masks do not help the urine smell. And quite honestly, I'm a little concerned, you know, for my immune system getting used to this new air up here because it's just that damn dirty. Like, God, like, I knew it smelled up here, but. It's like you wake up in the morning and you smell coffee and you also smell urine and ass. So it's it's New York. I love it. But no, really, I do love New York. And I can see how people come up here and they stay up here and, and never leave. Like, even with the urine and ass always constantly in the air. Like, New York is lit. And I'm not fully acclimated to the city yet because, you know, I, I need to network. And I need to find my tribe of people. And... I also need to have a solid list of restaurants to go to because if I'm putting on a bra and putting on makeup to go out, food needs to be involved. So, you know, I need all of these things to happen for me before I'm fully acclimated to the city. But so far, so good. I really do love it here. All right. All right. So that's enough of that. Let's discuss this podcast. Make that make sense. Let me tell y'all how make that make sense came about. Peer pressure. Yep. At 37 years old, I am still letting people peer pressure me into doing things. But, you know, sometimes it's sometimes it's good to, like, give in to the peer pressure. So, anywho, like, if you follow me on social media, then you know I tend to rant. 
And I promise, I promise y'all, I do not wake up saying, you know what? This really grinds my gears and I'm just going to rant about this today. No, I don't wake up like that at all. However, humans, humans stay provoking me to rant because humans go human. Now, I personally enjoy the podcast I listen to and I don't listen to a lot, which is why I was very reluctant to be like, do I really need to throw my hat into the podcast ring? Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, I don't feel like everyone needs to be on a podcast. So it was something that I went back and forth with for a long time. And I say that because people have been telling me for a long time, you should do a podcast, you should do a podcast. But to me, I'm like, why the fuck y'all want to hear me on a podcast? That's, that's ew. That's ew to me. Now, admittedly, I think I was just scared. Well, I know I was just scared, but I figured if enough people ask me to do it, then I probably should do it. You know, why not? What, what's, how's it going to harm me? to put out something if it's not received well and people don't like it they don't like it so what you know plus once I prayed about it I realized I'm probably being disobedient right now by not doing it and by acting in fear and I could very well be blocking my own blessings just because I'm scared to do something I'm scared to put myself out there because yeah that's that's a creative for you so let's get into that self-doubt Let's make that make sense. Because why is she here, Ike? Hmm? Why is she here? Nobody invited you to this party. Now, let me preface this by saying I can't speak for everyone else and I don't want to. I'm only speaking for myself. If you relate, you relate. But as far as me and my confidence, oh, honey, she has a healthy dose of confidence and humility. Like, I think I'm a good rounded all around human being you know I think my soul is right my spirit is right I am not perfect but I strive to be the best version of me that I can be now because of that I'm well aware of my worth I'm well aware of what I'm capable of doing in this life of mine I am well aware and people will try to challenge you on that when you know who you are as a person I I tend to think that people are kind of uncomfortable with that because it's like, how dare you be okay with who you are? And they'll try to challenge you on that. And I'm the type of person to remind you, no, no, baby, I know myself very well. Back up. I'm gonna move this way. So I'm confident in who I am. I am truly. It took me a while to get there, but I am confident in who I am. Now, I'm also not a perfectionist. However, I don't care what's being done. If I'm associated with it in any kind of way, it needs to have a certain level of, um, I don't know, greatness to it. <laughs> I mean, I just, mediocrity is just not how I view myself and I don't want to be associated with mediocrity. And that's, I'm, I'm not trying to sound high and mighty. It's just like, I, I have high expectations for myself. And when you have high expectations like that, you know, again, I'm not a perfectionist, but I tend to pay attention to the details. The details are important. And then I tend to overanalyze sometimes. And, you know, once I start doing all of that, self-doubt is creeping by the door like, uh, okay, girl, I see you in your head over there. Let me come holler at you for a second. And it's like, no, bitch, move around. But again, with all that need to be great and wanting to put forth your best version of everything that you do, for me, it's kind of 
it's kind of like not even it's not surprising when self-doubt rolls around it's not like a damn tired ass baby daddy like Lawrence on Insecure but even with all that confidence self-doubt is still a factor and it's like that's like an oxymoron to me because how can you be confident and have so much self-doubt in yourself and it's frustrating it really is frustrating because it's like your confidence the confident side of you is like girl stop playing with me like you're playing with me you're wasting my time you know who the fuck you are you a bad bitch you don't need no validation nor do you seek the validation so why are you letting self-doubt come in here and bitch your ass like that's these are self-talks that I have with myself (laughs) but it's true because it's literally like a tug of war in my mind like you're a confident person yet self-doubt is sitting over here with the Stevie J hand rub like, yeah, so uh, you sure about this? What makes you think you so different? Do you have all the necessary tools? And now you've made all these scenarios in your head that don't even exist because of a little self-doubt. A little self-doubt that you literally let snowball into this huge self-doubt that is like crushing your confidence now and now you're stuck it's like no I'm not moving no no that's that's not a good idea because this is gonna happen you got it's just like self-doubt has literally taken control of you at this point and she gotta go so yeah she gotta go like self-doubt gotta get the fuck up out of here and go because who sent you why are you here you have no purpose you know like and my thing is if you truly are a confident being and you truly do know yourself very well you shouldn't even be entertaining the self-doubt and I say entertaining because we choose we choose what we give our time and energy to and here you go giving valuable time and real energy to self-doubt which shouldn't even be a factor and I'm not saying self self self-doubt is for the weak or you should never have it no we're human that's natural But, you know, it's also natural to check a bitch at the dough. Because why are you here? Who sent for you? Like, it's it's annoying. It's upsetting me and my homegirls. So, yeah, you got to check that bitch at the dough so you can move. And when you move, you can move confidently. All right. So, boom. Do it. Seriously. Do it. Stop fucking around and do it. Life is too short for self-doubt to be living rent-free in your mind. The only thing that should be rent-free in your mind is Jonathan Majors and literally everything that he's ever played in. My God, what a gift. My God. But seriously, do your due diligence and move. Do it. Do it scared and live for crying out loud. So y'all, we really can't go down that rabbit hole of self-doubt because... There's nothing productive there. There's nothing but negative energy there waiting to fester in your spirit and block you from doing the very things that you need to do. So don't go down that rabbit hole. There's nothing there for you. You know, like it's the longer you the literally the longer you sit there in that self-doubt, you truly do forget who you are. Like you truly forget who you are and you start to believe the hype. And that is not the hype that we need to be believing at all. All right, well, that's it. I like things to be organic and not forced. So I may have more to discuss next week when I try to make sense of, you know, whatever else is on my spirit at the time. But 
this seemed appropriate for episode one because I really did have a lot of self-doubt with doing this podcast and um yeah this that's life for you life be lifing you know I literally I, I I put this podcast on my vision board at the beginning of the year to force myself to do it it is November <laughs> so <laughs> I waited to the end of the year to do it but I did it I'm here <laughs> so that's it but oh wait 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 pause don't disconnect I got one more thing to say <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> Kyle Rittenhouse and that pathetic ass, gross ass performance on the stand today. How dare you attack us with that? How dare you? This this murderer was all red in the face. Not a single tear in sight. Your performance lacked the range that you were seeking. Okay. I did not connect with it at all. It it was given rehearsed in the mirror, to be quite honest with you. That's what it was given. And I knew this trial was going to be a mess when the judge said that the actual victims could not be referred to as victims. Like, which is why I will not be tuning into this trial. Like, social media has a way of throwing shit in your face, even when you're not looking for it. Because I damn sure wasn't looking for Kyle Rittenhouse today. But the judge himself already let me know how this trial is gonna go so why Kyle is putting on a performance is beyond me like the judge is clearly on your side you're white you're gonna get off so like the performance that I just I can't it was too much and yeah like even if I assume that the emotion was real let's just assume that your soul is actually reconciling with the fact that you murdered innocent people Let's let's assume that, that that emotion was real. Okay, I'll give you that. It was real. But you know what? Even if that emotion was real, I hope you continue to have to live with that trauma because you genuinely deserve that. You deserve that, Kyle. You deserve to be able to live with that trauma of murdering, murdering innocent people. Okay, I'm done for real now. I just had to get that off my chest. Like, it was, I saw that mess today and I just, I had to speak on it. But I don't want to end the podcast on that. If I'm going to have a podcast, I'm going to end it on some uplift, some love, some kindness. If you know me, then you know words of affirmation. That's my number one love language. I genuinely love to pour into people. And when people pour back into me, like I, I genuinely appreciate that. It resonates with my spirit. It, it's, it's, it matters. Words truly matter to me. So, because words of affirmation are my jam, I got to leave y'all with some. I got to leave y'all with some uplift. So, the next time self-doubt shows up at your house unannounced, remind yourself. If you need something to believe in, start with yourself. All right, people. That's it. I'm going to holler at y'all next week. Keep thriving and keep surviving. Thank you. I'm out.